everybody and i am very sorry if you hear construction and a lot of banging they are building something right by my room and i cannot control the noise however this episode is going to be fairly long so i'm going to jump right in and this episode is episode 11 second chances part two slash moving on now as i said this episode is going to be fairly long but i want you to really pay attention to the things that i say and i really hope that these things resonate with you because a lot of it hits pretty deep so let's jump right on in I want to start this episode off by giving you all some insight into something that I've learned personally. And this insight comes from Pastor Mike Todd, but it's relevant no matter how you believe, who you believe in, or what you believe in, or whatever religion you are. I promise you it is really relevant, so pay attention. But he says, see, the thing about good jobs is that they know what they're looking for. And if you come to the first interview sagging your pants, your hair isn't cut, or you can't talk, and all this other stuff, they're not going to give you a call back. But because we're lonely, we give people who are underqualified second interviews. Now that really hit deep, didn't it? But he also says, because there is a shortage in our own company, we let unqualified people have positions in our lives that do not have the ability to fill them. And what do they end up doing? Damaging the company. They cost us more than what they are worth. Now, you are the company, and when you let these people in who do not serve a specific purpose in your life because you're just bored or you miss them, although they have done you so wrong to the point where to outsiders missing them becomes ridiculous, when you do all of this because of your reasons that you believe are significance and they're really not but when you do this you are lowering the rate of productivity within the company within your company you are lowering the rate of productivity within your life and this is called having standards whether these standards are apparent because they're spoken and they're verbal or because they're nonverbal and they're not spoken it's called having standards know yours Don't settle on something or someone, especially, who doesn't meet every requirement because trust that there is always going to be that one person out there, maybe two or three people, who have every qualification and then some. And there's always going to be someone who checks every single thing off of your list. But if you settle for what doesn't meet those standards, then you will never find your person. Think about all of that. Take a moment and just reflect on everything that I just said. Take it all in because it hits deep, doesn't it? And there's plenty more where that came from. So I'm going to get started with that. Because here's the thing. You have to understand that as a woman, a woman without authority is a woman without restraint. And this just doesn't go for women. It goes for men too. But... Specifically, since this podcast is all about women and all of that, becoming a strong woman, you have to demand respect from a man or else he will give you the bare minimum. He will walk all over you. And as I've said in previous episodes, don't be a doormat. Don't settle for less. And with what I just said, the definition of authority from the Oxford Dictionary is the power or the right to give orders, make decisions, and enforce obedience. You have the right and the power to do all of these. 
You have the right to teach a man how to treat you. You have the power to make these choices and these decisions for yourself on whether to or whether not to give a second chance to someone who doesn't deserve it or prove to you that they deserve a second chance in any way, shape, or form. So why are you going to allow somebody to walk back into your life and not meet every standard, not meet every qualification? Why are you allowing yourself to settle for less? when you know that you deserve so much more and why people think it's all so cool to walk around and say oh yeah he doesn't meet all of my standards i had to lower my standards for him why are you saying that why do you take pride in that what is the purpose of saying that if you have every single standard that you have and you're waiting for a man to come and fulfill every single standard but you're settling for somebody who doesn't even meet half of those then as I said, you're lowering the rate of productivity within your life. You're lowering the rate of the person that you really need in your life to come in. The likelihood of that happening now is becoming lower and lower, slimmer and slimmer because you are not allowing yourself to let go of what does not serve you. You are allowing yourself to go for these things that you wouldn't necessarily go for that you really don't want to tolerate and that's why i say stop at this young age stop dating to marry i said this in second chances the first time i said it in part one of this stop dating to marry date to live in the moment because when you date to marry you go for things that you wouldn't rather go for because you have visualized a future with this person in your life and when you visualize this future Everything wrong that they do, you try to justify. You try to add color to what's black and white. Because you are trying to somehow in your mind create this perfect version. You've already created this perfect version of this person. And anything little that they do that you wouldn't normally go for, you let slide. And you let go out of the window because you're dating because you want to marry this person. But you have to think... In a marriage, is this what you really want? Because the minute you let somebody walk all over you, this goes for a man or a woman. The minute you let somebody walk all over you in a relationship, you are never getting what you truly want out of the relationship. Because you are allowing this. And people are only going to do what you allow. That's why I say when you give second chances, be mindful in this. Remember the ways that this person has hurt you in the past. Remember the way you felt when they first did you wrong when they first cut things off or betrayed your trust or whatever they did remember that feeling and remember that when you give somebody a second chance you have to bear the consequences of these actions you have to understand that letting this person in again allows them to do the same things to you over and over and over again you teach people how to treat you do you want this person to keep doing this to you over and over again no so why are you going to give them the opportunity to do it again ask yourself that that is a really important question that i've had to ask myself a lot of times too i know i'm trying to give you guys all this advice all this insight but i am no saint myself a lot of these things that i talk about i am victim of i have done before but where has that led me nowhere it's led me back down the same exact path that i didn't want to be in in the first place so therefore i've had to learn 
I've had to learn from these mistakes. And I have learned that you teach people how to treat you. You let people take advantage of you, advantage of your kindness. When you allow people to come back into your life who don't deserve a place in your life, you have to understand that when the chapter is closed, let it be closed. Drop the pen, drop the pencil, whatever you're writing with, stop it. And now, this person may pop up again within the chapter, within the book. But that is your choice whether you want to continue to let them write and be a part of a story in your book. Do you want to continue this person as a chapter in your book or as a storyline? You don't want that to be what life is about. Yeah, you don't want to look back on this and say, yeah, my life consisted of this person. Yeah, they kept making reappearances in my life. They only make these reappearances because you allow them to. It's all a test. Are you going to fail the test or are you going to pass? That's what you have to ask yourself. And now I, I went a lot in that. But here's the thing. The definition of restraint, we're going to backpedal a little bit. And we're going to go back to when I say without authority is a woman without restraint. And the definition of restraint, according to the Oxford Dictionary, is a measure of control that keeps something or someone under control or within limits. And only you have the power to keep what you tolerate or allow from a man or anyone for that matter under control. You have to place limits on what you will and won't tolerate, what you will and won't allow because if you stand for nothing, then you fall for everything. If you don't stand on these standards that you have, then you fall for every single thing that a man allows or anybody for that matter allows you to do to them because you are allowing all of this. They're just going with what you allow. Because as I said, people are only going to do what you allow. And now, in relation to the portion of this, talking about moving on. As Giveon said, there is really no remedy to moving on from a heartbreak and getting someone out of your head. You just kind of have to let the time pass and it eventually will heal itself. But... By moving on and allowing yourself to move on and allowing yourself to let the time pass, you are in control of how long it takes. Because if you continue to watch what this person is doing, be con- be controlled and be consumed with what they're doing, who they're talking to, who they're with, or anything like that, or watching their stories on Instagram or Snapchat or watching their posts and what they like and all of that stuff, if you're too con consumed with all of that and to focus on all of that then it'll take longer and longer and longer and that time that initially would have taken to heal itself is doubled or tripled or quadrupled all because you will not move on or you won't allow yourself to move on you're not setting the standard and putting in place things that will allow you to move on And the truth is, this all ties into accepting the things that you cannot change. This person did you wrong. What are you going to do about it? You can't go back in time. We all wish we had a time machine to change a lot of things that have happened within our lives. A lot of things that we've done within our lives that we wish we could take back. We wish we could change. We wish we could change the outcome of these things. But there's no time machine. 
You can't go back and change all of this. You have to accept what has happened and move forward. Move forward in your life. Move forward to where you want to be in life. You have to accept the things that you cannot change. And now, the next thing I'm going to tell you is something that really resonated with me. And it's something that I saw on TikTok. It's by a man named Trent Shelton. And he has... He's a motivational speaker. He's very inspiring. And he has his whole YouTube channel, which gives a lot of insight. And I will reference a lot of things and a lot of sayings from him because he's what's truly inspiring to me and what's helping me become a better person. But what he said was, sometimes you just got to accept that certain things will never go back to how they used to be because certain people will never go back to who they used to be in your life. Sometimes you just got to wake up and realize that what you're holding on to just doesn't exist anymore. And the more that you can accept what is, the less you are controlled by what was. You got to stop hanging on to someone who has let go of you. Stop losing yourself to someone who has already left you. Another thing that hit really deep, isn't it? Yeah. Because... You have to, as he said, wake up and realize that what you are holding on to does not exist anymore. You're holding on to this relationship or to this friendship. But that's gone now. Why are you holding on to something that no longer serves purpose in your life, that no longer is even there, no longer exists? Why are you holding on to that? What is your purpose? Because I guarantee the other person isn't holding on to it. So why are you waiting for this person to come back and show sorrow or show that they're wrong and all of this why are you waiting on something that will potentially never happen and if it does happen it's okay to forgive you should always forgive but you can forgive and not forget you can forgive but not forget what this person has done to you but you have to make moves in your life to where you're not holding on to what they have done and when you're giving a second chance to somebody or you're waiting on them to some to come back, you're holding on to something that somebody has done and something that was once there but is no longer there. And you have to think to yourself, if this person let this friendship or this relationship tear or break, then maybe it wasn't even that strong to begin with. Because a strong relationship will withstand the storm. But you have to remember, when I say withstand the storms, you have to understand the circumstances of these storms. And you have to understand that these storms should come from maybe a disagreement in something. Not because you're allowing somebody to treat you wrong and give you less than what you deserve. And as I said, that goes for friendships, relationships, anything. Second chances at life. Second chances to change the way that things have gone on. And Trent Shelton has also said, love cannot be found where it does not exist. So cut off that source of pain and decide that this part of your past should not, cannot, and will not be a part of your future. Stop going back to what broke you straight up. Stop going back to somebody who has hurt you, somebody who has broke you because they will do it again. And if they were able to hurt you that easily, then obviously you weren't that important in their life. 
If they were able to let you go that easily, then they didn't care about what you had or what you yourself thought that you all had. Because obviously that person didn't think the same thing. And as he said, love cannot be found where it doesn't exist. This goes for relationships especially, but friendships as well. But in relationships, when he says love cannot be found where it doesn't exist, there was never really love to begin with. But what is love? That's all of episode 12, and we will get into that shortly. But you have to understand what love is and what love means to you. Because it's going to be different from what love's to mean to, to that other person. And you have to realize that. So stop going back to what broke you. Cut off this source of pain. Don't allow it to hurt you again. Decide that this is a part of your past that, as he said, should not, cannot, and will not be a part of your future. And when you let this part of your past come back in, you're allowing it to be a part of your future. And the more that you allow these things to be a part of your future, the more that you will never get to where you were supposed to be in your life. The more that you will never allow the right people to come into your life and to change you because you're too stuck letting the past control you. Letting past people control your actions, your feelings, your emotions, the way you move. Stop doing that. And that's the end of this episode. Remember all that I said. You are the company. And don't let unqualified people serve positions in your life that they do not have the ability to fill. Don't let other people damage the company. They cost you more than what you're worth because you know how much you're worth. Only you know your worth. But other people know it too. But here's the thing. You allow people to damage your worth, to lessen your worth when you allow them to have a part in your life that they don't deserve. When you are paying them the attention that they don't deserve. When you are buying this attention, when you are buying this person's place in your life, why should you have to buy somebody else's place in your life? Why are you waiting for them to come back to you? They should be begging to be able to serve purpose in your life again, but then that becomes your decision if you allow them to come back into your life. And as I said earlier, you have to be willing to deal with the consequences and the potential things that can happen when you allow this person back into your life, whether that is a friendship or a relationship or anything. When you allow these people back into your life who have already done you wrong in any way then you are allowing them to do it again you're allowing them to take advantage you are allowing them to understand that they can continue to do this and you're going to go for it each and every time don't be that person don't go for it each and every time because the result will never change that's the definition of insanity don't be insane and the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result When you allow this person back into your life again and again and again and you expect them to finally get it right, then you are truly going insane because they're not going to ever get it right because you have allowed for them to do this multiple times. You have allowed for them to do this. You have taken a stance and in their mind that your stance is the fact that you're going to allow them to keep on doing what they're doing. Don't be that person. Don't let that happen because you are in control. You have the right and the power. You have all the authority. 
but you have to have authority and restraint. They go hand in hand. Because a woman or a man without authority is a woman or a man without restraint. And you, you teach people how to treat you. What you go for is what, or what you allow is what people will continuously go for. Understand that. But that concludes officially the end of this episode, Second Chances Part 2 and moving on. I hope you all took a lot from that. Because I took a lot from it, just saying it kind of released a lot of things within my life released a lot of thoughts of giving second chances or wanting waiting for somebody to come back why why are you doing that don't do that that only sets you back further and where you were supposed to be who you were supposed to be with who you're supposed to be who you are destined to become so don't do that (laughs) okay So, thank you all for listening. We only have one more episode. Next episode will be the last episode in this season. And that episode's all about the I love yous. Because as I said, what does I love you mean to you? What is love to you? Think about that and, and remember it. Find your answer. And then we'll talk about it next week in the next episode. But thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening this season. And I will see you next week with the final episode of season one of Building a Better You. And remember, keep your head up, princess. Your crown is falling.